7 to 8 p.m. Sport on with Tabiso Musia. It's, it's been a good week, but a bit of a complicated week uh, in the sense that um, we've had time on the pitch, and time is very valuable when you are when you are a football team. You want to to work on certain schemes, you want to improve certain aspects of your game, and you can only do that when you have time on the pitch. Um, and we've, we've tried uh, to exhaust that time as best as we can. Uh, we've had a couple of challenges, of course, because of, uh, we're a big club, we have a lot of internationals, uh, and then we've also had a few injury concerns. So we haven't had everybody back to work on these things because when you want to work on, on, on tactical schemes, uh, you, you need players available on the pitch to be able to, to improve these things. So, so that has been a little bit of a challenge, but we're not complaining. We've worked very hard. We've, uh, we've put in a little bit of work, of course, because we are still very much uh, not having even hit the competitive part of the season. We are still in, in the first eight weeks of uh, our periodization, and that means we are in our, still within the pre-season sort of uh, space. And uh, uh, this is the time to accumulate, not just from a, from a physical perspective, but also from a technical, tactical perspective. Yeah, we're sweating a little bit. We're sweating, we're sweating and we are a bit concerned uh, on, on some of the players. Uh, we're concerned about uh, AJ. AJ hasn't trained with us, um, but uh, uh, we're getting good feedback from the doctors. So we have to see on AJ and assess uh, leading up to the game. And, uh, and yeah, Kemet, when he comes back from Bafana, we'll have to assess because, uh, you know, with a... With a muscular injury and uh, and uh, all these niggles, uh, you know, studies always show that a niggle a niggle always uh, relates to an injury, seventy five percent of the time. Good evening, everybody, and thank you for staying with us on SAFM and for joining us on the Spot Show, SAFM Spot On with me, Tabi Somosia. Katleko Mudiba and Timothy produced the show, and Patrick Munana is in technical. That opening clip is from Sundowns co-coach Orolani Mukwena, just giving an update on the injury situation at the club and the state of readiness ahead of their clash against Amazulu in the league on Sunday afternoon at Loftus. And thank you to Sundowns for that clip. There should be and his team. He actually speaks about a whole lot of matters, including how they've analyzed Amazulu, Coach Rulani Mukwena. You know you can listen to him the whole day, but uh, we can't play the whole clip this evening, but you can catch the rest of it in the bulletins on SAFM Spot On. And the reason that we can't play the whole clip is because our guest tonight will take us the whole hour. A lot of people have been asking for him and we are thankful that uh, he has agreed to join us this evening and uh, answer some of the burning questions and also give clarity on a few matters. So for the, now, from now until 8pm, we'll be talking to the manager of football affairs at Kaiser Chiefs, Mr. Bobby Mutawung. A lot has happened at Chiefs since the last time we spoke to uh, Mr. Mutawung in the middle of last season. So we have an opportunity now to catch up with Bobby uh, this evening and we want to make the most of it. I know that emotions become high when we talk about about Kaiser Chiefs, especially during this period when things are not going well for the club. And all we ask for is that can we please have a constructive a conversation with Bobby Mutawung. We're going to open the lines. We're going to open the voice notes. You can ask your questions, any question that you want to ask. But please, let's control our emotions so that we can have a constructive uh, conversation, as I said. And we can get all our questions across. And please, let's try and keep the voice notes short. Maybe not more than a minute if we can. They're already coming in and we haven't even said hello to our guest. So in order to get everybody's questions in and try to get as many voice notes as we can, let's try and keep them short. Please try and keep them under a minute. And the number to send those voice notes to is 061-4104-107. That's our number for voice notes on WhatsApp, 061-4104-107. If you prefer to SMS us, you can SMS us to 41391. And if you want to call directly, take a note of this number, 11 2006. I'll repeat that 011-714-2006 and for voice notes on WhatsApp it is 061-4104-107. We are going to speak to the manager of football affairs at Kaiser Chiefs, Mr. Bobby Mutawunga. I know that there are a lot of issues uh, that uh, need to be discussed and that, that you uh, as supporters of the club want clarity on and um, 
You can ask all those questions tonight. I, I can already see on my Twitter account that Tabiso Mosia there that there is one common question that keeps coming, and it's the question about uh, DAX, obviously. Uh, the transfer ban also is another question that keeps coming through. So you can also tweet us at um, SAFM Radio at Tabisomosia. That's our handle. And then you can also use the hashtag SAFM Spot On. It just makes it easier for us to be able to see your tweets if you use hashtag SAFM Spot On. And I'll also try and go to Facebook and try and acknowledge also the posts on Facebook because sometimes maybe we uh, don't give uh, Facebook the attention that it deserves. And I can already see even on my Facebook page that it is going it is going. I hope our WhatsApp line doesn't crash tonight like it did when we had Coach Kevin Hunt. Tabiso Musia on SAFM. And let's now welcome our guest on the line, the manager of football affairs at Kaiser Chiefs, Mr. Bobby Mutawung, just to look ahead to the rest of the season and get his thoughts on what is made of the start to the new season. Bobby, good evening, sir, and thank you very much for speaking to us on SAFM tonight. Evening, Tabiso. Evening to your listeners. And evening to the Makosi fans, the football lovers out there. Thank you, Bobby. They've been asking to hear from you and already their voice notes are coming. But um, as the manager of football affairs, what do you do during the international break? Do you also take a few days off or does the work continue? The work continues, my brother. But firstly, I want to pass my condolences to the victims of COVID, the frontline workers of COVID. Uh, brother, we're living in tough times now. Mm. We have to acknowledge and support and appreciate one another in as much as possible. Mm. Um, brother, what I do during the FIFA break is where we actually have more meetings, reconvene, reconstruct, look at our challenges, uh, review, and submit reports to the board, uh, you know, prepare ourselves for the opening after the break of the, the, the uh, uh, FIFA break. Mm. And and usually the FIFA break is used as a chance to regroup by some clubs. Do you think the break came at the right time for, for, for Chiefs and hopefully your fortunes will change now? No, not really. I mean, the challenge is still there because the players, some players, have, we had about eight, nine, nine, ten players that went traditional duty. So you might find there's a split. You might have half of your squad that is not there, still serving the countries wherever they come from, some here in South Africa. So it creates an imbalance as well in terms of what you try to create when you want to regroup. The only time you regroup, it's either during the season or during the pre-season, you know, off-season. But when it's a FIFA week, it creates also a challenge because your, your team is not balanced. You don't have everybody in camp. And for those, Bobby, who keep asking about this title of manager of football affairs or football manager, what does the title entail? Or is it exactly what it says? You look at all football affairs at the club. Yeah, well, I look at all the affairs of football in the club, including scouting, the scouting team, the requirements, the head coaches' requirements, the needs, and uh, obviously administrative work of, of the club, uh, the team management department where, you know, you've got, in, in the team you've got tanker staff, where you've got sports science people, you've got physios, you've got doctors. You've got, so you look after all the needs, you look after all the development aspects, which is the youth development side, the administration of the development, you oversee. You can't do everything alone, obviously. You actually have got a team of people. I don't do everything alone, holding the key. I just oversee the operations to make sure that I give a good account to to the board, to the executive and to the board, and to the chairman. I report directly to the chairman on a daily basis. So I'm the link between the chairman and obviously the board and, and, and the football aspect of the team. Mm. On and off and the field. I'm also, I'm also the link between the marketing the mm. finance department, and, and, and we've got a holistic structure. Mm. And and this is on and off the field, that you oversee everything? On and off the field, my brother, on and off the field. You communicate with the communications team, just to, 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 see, to, 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 to make sure that the plan, that the organization is planning in terms of football. Mm. So what, what we've planned in the beginning is implemented in the season. And talking about the beginning, Bobs, we saw some lovely pictures during pre-season where you were on the field. It seems like you were addressing the players in training. What were you saying to them? Because I know a lot of people made their own words. Yeah, I think there we were introducing the new coach. And uh, obviously we do have meetings with the team. I do have meetings with the players uh, most of the time. I mean, we work together when we we have plans. We do work together with the players and engage them on the plans going forward in the season. And uh, we share the plans together. It's not like Whatever, like, like I say, whatever the board, we have planned with the board and it's going to be executed. It's my job not to go there and deal with the soldiers on the ground.
And who makes up the board at the club, Bobs? There's a board. There's a board that, that is appointed by the chairman. And obviously, people come with certain credentials. Um, but the chairman, obviously, is the head. He appoints the board. And the people serve on the board for different purposes. There's commercial, there's the financial, there's the people who advise, the people who are doing financial, who we report to, all report to the board. And we, we have not spoken since Gavin Hunt was appointed as coach. As, as the club, why did you feel Gavin was the right man for the job? Because I know that it was met with a lot of positivity when that appointment was made. We're still positive. There's still positivity, only that the results are not coming. But anyway, uh, we're, cha- we're not challenged. We obviously looked at our challenges last season and what, 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 what challenges the club had last season and uh, what we needed to fix in the team. And obviously, like the chairman has said in the past, that local people always say we don't want local coaches. There were, coach- there were coaches that we were targeted. Kevin was targeted long before. Unfortunately, he was not available. He was at Super Sport. At some point, he was at Vets when we had no coach. So this time around, obviously, it was an opportune time for, for him to, to come to the, glamour, to the Glamour Boys because obviously he was free. And uh, we had parted ways with our, with, our, with our coach that we had last season, amicably. We, we parted ways with him and uh, we obviously engaged together and we you know, found each other. And fortunately, he was available once more to be, to be part of the, the, the squad. Then one, more, one, one, one of the reasons, again, is, I mean, after the bubble and the way we ended the season, Getting a new coach who doesn't understand the dynamics of, of, the, of, the, of, the, of the country in terms of the challenges that we have. You know, level five to level one, to, to where we are now, things have not been normal. So we need somebody who can understand the dynamics of the league, the dynamics of the challenges that we are faced with. And who understands the league mostly, you know. And Kevin has been with us, I mean, for, for the rest of his life in the league. He's been successful. And he understands the, the teams in the league. Because we had a short break to do a criticism which was not a, a real preseason, you know, after the bubble. So he had to adapt and adjust to the players without that, that, that methodology. So it, 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 it was a decision taken rationally to say, let's look at somebody who understands the dynamics and the challenges that we face within the season. And in a situation like that, do you sell the club to, to a new coach or does the club sell itself? It's both ways. Uh, it's both ways. We negotiate. Negotiations, we just... The club studies the, the, the quality of the coach and the, what he can bring on board. And he also has to see if the club is, 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 is what he wants, where he wants to be. It's a two-way street. And I know he was very impressed when he, his first day at Naturena. He was telling us that he hadn't been there since he started coaching and he was blown away by the facilities. And how has it been working with uh, Gavin Hunt, Bobby? It's been fantastic. I mean, like I say, I've known, we've known Gavin in the league, but not working with him. On, on like inside the, the the club, but he's a fantastic guy. He's experienced, and he's played before football, so he understands the game. He's experienced, and uh, he's, a, he's a he's a professional in terms of football. He, he's a football person, and that's what we need. We need a coach. We don't need the uh, um, you know a pastor. We needed a coach, somebody who's come in and, and grill and grind. And part of the process he's going through now is to deal with that job, to coach, and to fix the challenges that we had in the last season. For those just joining our conversation, we are talking to the manager of football affairs at Kaiser Chiefs, Mr. Bobby Mutawong, and we've got a couple of voice notes here. Hi, Tabiso uh, of Uma Cape Town here. Uh, good evening, Mr. Bobby. Well, I just want to congratulate you guys, man. Finally, you've taken on a South African coach, and I would like to ask you guys to just give him time, man. Just give Kevin uh, Hunt the time to gel, and then you won't be sorry. You won't be sorry, I tell you. Uh, he's a good coach, and uh, obviously he needs to understand the style of Damakosi, and then he will get the ball rolling for you guys. Thank you. Uh, good evening, Tadiso. Uh, Tato from Bloemfontein. Well, my question to Mr. Bobby is, uh, what mandate did he give uh, the new coach, Mr. Gavin Hunt, for this season? Thank you. Okay, thanks for that short and sweet. Keep them coming. What are the expectations, Bobby, on of Gavin Hunt and his technical staff? Obviously, a, a big club like Kaza Chiefs, expectations are simple. There's no uh, other reason why we, we, we it's a big club. I mean, the mandate is clear. We need trophies. We need to win the league. And whatever challenges that come in front of us, we need to win. And collectively, we'll support and make sure that we achieve that goal with him. The mandate is for him, but at the same time, we need to support him and work together with him. 
and help him to succeed and achieve that goal. Mm. And will he be given, the other co- uh, voice note is asking for him to be given time to gel. How much is that time? Football is a journey, my brother. Football is a journey. Um, we don't want a quick fix. Uh, like we spoke about now, integrating young players into the team. And uh, with the challenge that we also have with, 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 with uh, the issue of registering players, you obviously need more time now, even more, to, to actually work with what is got in the team now. So we, we don't have dates. We've got a contract with him for three years. Hopefully we can extend and extend and extend. At the moment, the focus is rebuilding the team, bringing the confidence back into the team and supporting him to achieve that goal. Does it mean now that expectations change slightly with the transfer ban or they are lowered slightly? Nothing, the expectations are the same, nothing changes. I mean, he's an achiever, he's an achiever himself. The club is big on ambition of, of achieving, so he came to the right space. I think he's at the right university to where we are, where both, all of us are hungry for, for success. We're all hungry to achieve, and uh, he's an achiever. So uh, there's, there's no other expectation. The expectation is clear. You have to succeed and achieve. To, to reach that, we need to support each other. Even though he can't bring in his own players for the first season? It's unfortunate with the situation we have. And uh, even then, with that challenge again, uh, I don't think a coach has his own players. Every coach has got an uh, you know, appetite for certain type of players. And then we acquire those players. That's when the coach needs them. And that's when the clubs are prepared to sell those type of players that he requires. But at the moment, like I say, he's a coach. He's, he's adapting to the setup. He's a professional. I mean, if, 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 if he's in a situation where he is and he finds a club that has been number one in the league for the whole season, he means there's something right right with that team, there's something right with the boys that he can work with. It's not coming to a blank space. It's coming to a very challenged team where we lost the league in 30 minutes. Psychologically, the boys have not found their footing. They've not, they're not fine yet. There were a lot of disappointments uh, and hurt. And obviously, under also the conditions of mental disturbance you know, in the country, nothing mm-hmm. is stable at the moment. So he's got to work with it. Unfortunately, he's not doing it alone. We are together with him. And uh, everybody that's in the team is supporting that. I was about to ask, in your opinion, how good is this squad? But I think you've answered that. It finished second last season, so you still think that this squad can achieve this season? Something went wrong in the last 30 minutes of the league last season. So it means for the whole season staying up there, there was something right that was done, or there was something right with the players that we have. We can't be so terrible overnight that uh, you know we can think. I think it's just a question of time and patience and recovery. Mm-hmm. We're on the recovery phase. We will we'll achieve this goal. The journey is still very far. I think uh, the league only ends in, in, in June next year. The journey is still very far. I think it's going to be a long one for us, but we'll grind it, we'll grind it, together we'll fight and get to where we were last season. Okay, let's take more of the voice notes. Good evening, Tabiso. This is Francis here from Leon Dale. Uh, my question to Bobby Mutawung is, who is our PRO? Because uh, last, I thought it was Vina Maposa, communication manager. But uh, recently, there is a breakdown between Kaiser Chiefs and its supporters. Most of the things that are happening, we have to find out from from other sources, whereas we can't find it from our own people. So we need to have a PRO who will be like Pat Komafani and Luisha Kwane and constantly be on the media updating us about what is going on in our team so, so that we don't listen to rumors. Uh, our Facebook page and our Twitter page are always very slow. By the time they report something, uh, uh, we already know about it from different medias. So instead of uh, our, our social media giving us information on time, they're slow. So we need a PRO who will work, who will know how to communicate with the media and give us the feedback. Thank you. Good evening, Musia. No, mine is more of a suggestion than, than a compliment or a question. So since Case Chiefs couldn't sign players in the previous transfer window, I now assume that in the upcoming transfer window, which will be eligible to, to sign players, I assume that we will have the double of the budget we will have for transfers. Meaning here popular meaning here popular sign world quality players. Here we are expecting world proven class players from North Africa from all over the continent and even Europe, please, my brother, sign quality players this time around. We are tired of free agents and buy one and get two from from Zimbabwe or even the, this dealing of players from Madagascar. 
please my brother sign for us quality players please my brother thank you this is Sidwell from Pologwan uh, good evening Tabiso and good evening to Bob Steak I'm an Orlando Pirates fan but uh, I want to know how does it feel for him when Kaiser Chiefs results are not forthcoming and then the Kaiser Chiefs is doing very poor supporters are blaming him but when Kaiser Chiefs is doing well they don't give him credit does he feel supporters of Kaiser Chiefs hate him or he, he, he doesn't take it like that it's Shotis Nolan Mafefe Limpopo thank you Tavis Good evening, Tabiso, and your guest, Mr. Bobby Mutawung. I think the problems that are happening at Chiefs now is not merely because of they can't buy new players, because they have the same squad that almost won the league last season. So the guys need a little bit of some inspiration and, and for them to prove themselves that they are worthy of being part of the Kate Chiefs squad. Thank you. Okay, thanks for those. We'll take more as we go along. Bob's the first one was uh, but clarity on the PRO. Who is the PRO at the club? Is there still the role of a PRO? Yeah, you see, the, 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 the game has changed. Uh, even the PSL has changed to a point where there's people now called communications managers. So we do have a team. Vina is heading the communications, Vina Maposa at Kaza Chiefs. But there's a collective because remember the social media now is uh, all these different media houses, systems now that are happening. And the criteria of the PSL as well, requirements on communication, of how we, we communicate, especially for, for the sponsors, uh, PSL sponsors and our club sponsors. I think I do understand the fact that we've been quiet, not since the season started, but uh, it's a question of the collective um, in terms of our social media. Is it popular enough in terms of reaching out to our supporters or do we have to go back to the question of being on the ground with the people, you know, face-to-face with the people, like now with the interviews? Because at some point we felt, let's give messaging from a club point of view so that people don't, don't be, uh, get punished individually to say, Vina was talking this, but this happened. Vina was talking this, but... So we, we do a collective communication system. So I think that's a point taken. We will address it at the, at the marketing meeting where we discuss those issues of communication now as a challenge that uh, our, the concern of the people will take it to, 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 to our meeting. The other question was, um, they expect the club to go big in the transfer window when the ban is lifted. Is that one way to look at it? Well, if you look at the squad now, we are challenged in terms of the future. I mean, uh, some of our players obviously are experienced, they've done the job. We just have to see, as a, as a collective, like I said, the scouting department, the tinker staff, we sit together, we, they plan, they come up with plans, we do analyze, we do look at players out there. It's an issue of now going to be what they've chosen, what we can acquire, what are the limitations in terms of we, a, a, a willing seller and a willing buyer. So those, those are where I come in, where there's a willing seller, willing buyer, where you don't just pick players and you go and collect them and bring them here. There are, there are regulations, there are negotiations. There's nobody who's been stolen in the league or anywhere. Um, everywhere there's negotiations. So, but it depends also on the requirements of the team and stuff. Because Bobintown can't just go and say, I like this player and I buy him. Or the chairman says, I like this player, then he goes and buys him. It's a question of the collective. What the coaches require, the team and stuff requires to use and to work with. With that, uh, that mandate, then the team and stuff works hard. The scouting department goes out there and recruits and brings those players. When they come to me or when they come to us, it's a question of willing uh, seller and a willing buyer issue, and we negotiate from there. Shoti Signolo wanted to know, how do you feel when some people put the blame squarely on your shoulders when the team loses, but when it wins, you don't get the credit? I think you must have the passion for the job, my brother. You must have the heart and the love. And you must understand sometimes that when people are in pain, uh, when they want solace, when they want, want solutions, who do they go to? They, they, there's got to be somebody who's going to take a fall, but I'm not taking a fall, it's a responsibility. It's a, it's a question of what I love doing and my responsibility and the type of job that I'm doing. Obviously, uh, somebody must take responsibility and, uh, and come back with a solution at the end of the day. Now, I, 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 it's a passion. It's something that I'm used to, that I love. Sometimes to be pampered and be told you're loved, you're loved every day. I think people are thinking you down. It's something that challenges are, are healthy in football. You need challenges to, to grow and be strong. And I think I've been challenged a lot. But it's growth. It's growth. It's maturity for me. 
And they allow the supporters, allow for the effect that they can tell you what they don't like and what they like. They're not just followers. They criticize and they challenge you. They make sure that you become a better person every day. So I love challenges and I appreciate the support because it shows you that also they love the club. They don't want to be hurt. You know, so you don't take it personal and say, hey, you say this. I love to see them when they're happy. When the team is happy, I'm, I'm the happiest man. But when it's in pain, the responsibility must be taken and then grind the team that you work with and say, guys, let's find a solution. So being, being a leader, that's what you serve. You know, it's, it's not about you and uh, your own personal personal glory. It's not about your personal case, you know. It's about, it's about the team. It's about the supporters. It's about those people who are supporting this club who are in tears every day when they lose. So that, those tears, you must, you must take responsibility of making sure you bring that smile again in their faces. And Bobby, the Ducks issue is the one that pains a lot of the Amakosi faithful. It's easy to talk in hindsight. Do you think you could have handled that situation better as the club? There's no regret in that, that aspect. I think people don't understand sometimes how player negotiations happen. And there are politics in every, every country and everywhere. And this is a unique situation where we even appealed. I mean, if it was a mistake, we would not even go for an appeal. We would have realized it even long before. We follow processes when we sign a player. So we, we, we did follow all the processes. Unfortunately, the politics behind the story of this thing, of the of ducks, I, I could sit here the whole day or the next two days and debate with people. Uh, it was just political, and uh, for us, we're in a situation where we decided, you know what, let's bite the bullet. We, we still have the club, we still have the players. We still, we're, not, we're not in a dead wood situation. Let's work with what... It might be a blessing for some of the players who are not even given a chance last season to play, to raise their hand. So that when decisions come to say, you must go next season, we are releasing you out of your contract, you and your contract is finished, at least we have exhausted. Because sometimes also, we do have players coming in, and some players must go out. Now, supporters will want that player that has to go out to stay. And the new one, they don't appreciate it. It takes time for them to, to appreciate. But the issue of care is political, my brother. It's very political. It's a point where we, we, we as a club, we've decided to move on and soldier on and look at our, our challenges and regroup and work with the squad that you respect that has done well for us last season and move on. Mm-hmm. There's no regret at all. We have heard about this political interference in this matter. Does it have to do with the CAF president? CAF president and the association president of, 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 of Madagascar, who is the top owner of Madagascar, the team of ducks, at a time when they were even in an amateur league. And uh, the way things, that's why I say, to debate if I can take you to scenarios of what transpired. Uh, it's very political. I'm glad that Mr. Uh, Dr. Petrusman Sipa wants to challenge the CAF and being CAF. Maybe if you have our people in that level, certain things will be politically cleared. I mean, even now with the, we've been having meetings with CAF teams. There's so much that, uh, you know, is challenging. But we'll go to CAF, we'll go and fight the Champions League. All the clubs, all the four clubs are committed to go. But it's challenging. You know, it's very challenging. The way things are done in CAF, and the way things are done in, in South Africa is totally different. So, and in Europe, it's also different. So it's a, it's a question of fighting the bullet and saying, you know what, guys, we've done this, we've appealed, we've exhausted you know, all the revenues. But the issue is we can't sit on it and live under this pain of not signing players. We've got players, we love our players, we've got to support them and support the coaches. But do you take responsibility for this matter now that there's a transfer ban? How do I take this? It's a collective responsibility, my brother. Like I said to you, I, 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 we serve as a, as a collective. We work as a collective. We've never won a cup or a league, and I say, it's my, I won the league. It has never happened. You know, we, it's a collective. Yeah. We work as a collective. The club fought as a collective to fight this case. So, you know, it's a, it's a collective work. So I take responsibility for anything that happens at Chiefs because I'm the manager, but it's a collective. It's a collective. I would, I'd sit here and respond to you and say, we were not wrong. We were not wrong. There was nothing wrong that we did. I've been mean, doing this thing of registering players, signing players for years. It's not in the game. It's not, it's not cut and paste where you go and buy in a shop, grocery, and you come out. It, football doesn't work like that. I've got, I've got players that have signed, that have done deals with clubs, but other clubs went, took them, and I didn't just want them to fight in court and all that. But it's politics that happen in football. These things do happen. You know, it's, 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 it's in the game. You know, so for me, it's a question of closing that chapter and looking at the responsibility ahead and move on. Some fans believe that you owe them an apology. How do you respond to that? Or the club owes them an apology for this situation? For what? I'm saying some 
Fans believe that the club owes them an apology for this situation of not being able to sign players. No, we can't be held responsible or owe an apology. I mean, it's part of the business. We've, we've, we've signed players before, we've lost players before, we've, all the years. I mean, it's been happening for years. This thing has been happening for years. The only, the only challenge that we faced with is that it's a ban that came up now. And uh, it's the first time we get this type of a ban. But yeah. this challenge has been there in football. And you apologize now, it means you can't sign players anymore in, the, in, in, in football. Because the challenge is still going ahead in the future. This, this, it's, it's, it's part of the game. It's part of the, that's why they've got FIFA, they've got FIFA to regulate things and to, to see to it that they challenge clubs, they find clubs. With, but it depends on the political aspect of it, of what happened. So I don't think we owe anybody an, explanation, an apology. But the only thing is, We've learned in certain aspects of certain challenges where how things have been done in certain aspects. So we can only learn and grow from here, not to cry foul and start, uh, you know, complicating matters. I mean, football is challenging. It will, it will happen to another club who have to apologize. It will happen to, I mean, we were banned at some point from playing in Kev. Um, but it was because of the certain facts that we put in place, you know. So it happens. You can't, you can't just say, we apologize, we, no, no, no. I think it will be... And fair for the club to, to be in that, in that position, to be put in that position. We've got a responsibility now to move and build this club that we've got and move forward and win. Okay, we'll just take a couple of voice notes. Uh, for those who've just joined us, we are in conversation with the manager of football affairs at Kaiser Chiefs, Mr. Bobby Mutawu. Good evening, team at Sporton. Good evening, Bobby Mutawu. Thank you so much for being available to field questions with the hope that we can get the kind of candid responses we as Kaiser Chiefs fans really, I think, are due. Simple question. What should the jersey mean to anybody who plays for Chiefs? What does the jersey do you think now mean to the current crop of players? Are they doing that jersey any justice? from what you have experienced, from what you are seeing, and from what you know. Thank you. Okay, let's uh, get that out of the way before we answer. We take a quick break. Bobby, what should the jersey mean to the players at Kaiser Chiefs? And at the moment, do you think they understand what it means? I think that was the question. Uh, I didn't get the name, but it sounds very familiar, that voice. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, the first scripture, anybody that joins Kaiser Chiefs, not only the players, the first scripture is the badge. You, you have to learn. We teach them about the badge. We teach them what it means to wear that jersey. Every day, it's our prayer. That's our Bible. That's our. It's in our. It's in our. It's in our, it's in our blood. It's in our. Uh, uh, you know. Today, when you come in the gate, you see the badge. You come in the church village, you see the badge. You see the cars, you see the badge. It means life. That badge means life. And the players, unfortunately, not that they don't care, not that they're ignorant. The pressure of this badge. Take a player that comes from another club, Barocca, or comes be a hot player, comes to wear this jersey because the team The biggest thing that is heavy on him is the badge. So I think the current crop with the current culture and nature, you know, uh, is different from the past. I've worked with the generations during the East Tournament, the Dr. Kumalos, the Jabupules and everything. Uh, the current players is different, totally different nature of players, holistic in, 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 in football. So, but we do teach them, and they do understand what it means. I mean, I see their pain when they lose. I see the only thing, like I'm saying, psychology, psychologically, the strength and the character of the players now is different. And it's unfortunate, but they also understand what it means. They also know what to look for. The only thing is the challenges that we face with the current culture of players to understand what it means. But that changes the culture. The, 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 the Bible is the badge. Anything we do, we have to do for the badge. We have to serve the badge. And that's what we preach. Anybody that comes and understands what we serve is the badge. Uh, and that's, that's, that's what I can say about that part of the players. I can't say they don't understand. They do. We do preach every day. It's a preacher. Okay, we're going to take a quick break, Bobby, and we'll continue after this. You can keep your voice notes coming. There are a lot of them, so if we don't play yours, we apologize. We're going to try and play as many as we can, though. Sport on on SAFM. Still talking to the manager of football affairs at Kaiser Chiefs, Bobby Mutawung. Bobby, now with this transfer ban, you said obviously there are positives. Other players can uh, get their chances or take up their chances. What have you made of the youngsters that have come through to the first team because of this ban? We've seen they've been given an opportunity and they've played a few matches. 
Yeah, they, they also, like I said, they also have a challenge of growing in and being introduced properly. Um, young players also, you don't throw them in the deep end and you think they will succeed. Sometimes you can make them drop and fail if you rush them too soon. But I think the coach is trying to create that balance, give them confidence, give them an opportunity to play, and they must enjoy. You know, football is all about enjoying as well. They need to play for, 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 for their talent and enjoy the, the, the job that they're doing. So we are developing, bringing them in. The coach is introducing them in. And that's the part of the pain that you suffer. Sometimes they won't deliver immediately, but they've got a future. They've got a bright future. So patience will tell, and time will tell in terms of how patient we are with them in introducing them. Some, they're trying too hard to please. Then they fail. They, become, they make mistakes. But the introduction is fair, and it's, it's the opportunity. It's, it's the time for them also to raise their hands. And uh, it's a blessing, like I say sometimes, Uti, we are in the situation where the coach now looks at the boys that have been developed. I mean, we've been learning how players have been developed, where we feel they're matured now to go into the bigger stage. But unfortunately, with the pressure and, and the experienced players that we have and the results, we could not introduce some of them. We have to learn them out. Now, with this situation, it's an opportunity. Players now have a chance to, 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 to raise their hand. And I think the coaches will be doing well by introducing them gradually and, and giving them an opportunity. Take more of the voice notes. And the lines are open 011-714-2006. That is the number that we are using, not the usual number. So 011-714-2006, you can call us. Let's go to more voice notes. Hi, Tabiso. It's Pat here in Midrand. I just want to find out uh, from Bobby about his comments about the club being a family a, 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 a team does he think it has broken trust between him and the supporters and that is a reason why he's consistently almost being hated by Kaiser Chief supporters Hi Tabiso Kumani here in Mosul Bay I'd like to find out from Bobby have they been able to identify what the problems problems or problem might have been that led to them losing the league at the very last minute of of uh, minutes of, of of last season and uh what are they doing if if anything is being done to 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 address uh, this going forward because the the team looks very dejected there's no energy there what are they doing to help the players psychologically to get over whatever fears they seem to be having. Bob Steak, my mom here in Bloemfontein. I would like to know the issue about uh, Nukovic. Is he staying? Secondly, are we, go- are we going to prioritize, uh, are we going to go full force for KF Champions League with, with, the, with our squad for this season? Or are we just going to comply? Thank you. Thanks for those voice notes. Bobby, the first one is about the statement of family business. They still I remind you up until this day. I, I think that statement was very misunderstood. I mean, there's a slogan about being a Chiefs uh, Chief family. Chiefs family is broad. It's supporters. It's supporters. It's players. It's, we call it a family because we are together in challenges. We are together in... I think that was misplaced because of what 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 was what we were addressing at the time. Family business, my brother, it's about people that are around it. It's not my mother, my father, my uncle, my sister. No, no, no. I was talking about the chief family. If you ask my players, where do they belong? How how do they represent themselves? Chief family, supporters, our family. Everybody's a family. I think that was just misplaced in terms of what I was saying on the day, and. Uh, uh, because I was addressing something else and I said, this is a family business. I was not meaning that it's my business. See, don't break the family, the team's family. We should don't break supporters and Bobby and the team. Because the coach was criticized then, the players were ridiculed, and everybody myself. And uh, in a context of family, I was saying, we are family here, we are together. This is a Makosi family. A Makosi family, this club was brought, built by, by the chairman and other board of directors in the past. Uh, supporters branches, supporters. It's a big family. It's a huge family. So, you know, you, you, you can't figure it out and say it's my... I, I would have been stupid myself to say it's my family business, meaning my family. I mean, this, this has been a milestone. The chairman built this club 50 years when I was born. You know, there were people running this club, being part of this club. So 
you can't claim it and own it solely and say uh, it's my family. I was talking of the chief family. Even now, supporters are our family. Whether we like it or not, we are a family. You know? So that was the, the, my, my, my saying by saying uh, chief's, uh, uh, it's a chief's family. family. But it was not meaning would we, 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 I'm saying it's me and my father and my mother. No, no, no. It was in the context of the club is, don't break this. This is, the, this is the love and peace family. We are at the love and peace environment. Now supporters love the club with peace. So I understood when the reactions were happening. I even had to apologize, but that apology was sincere, and I'm still saying it even now. It was just misplaced. Tomani wanted to know if you've been able to identify the problem that led to Chiefs missing out on the title last season. Yes, we have. We've been, it's a process. We have been identifying the challenges. And uh, in fact, the one for last season, we did a review of last season. That's why we appointed a new coach to come in with a new technical staff to come in now and recline. And, and all this is a psychological aspect. We do have companies that we deal with to deal with the psychological aspect. In fact, last season, one of the reasons why we succeeded so much that we had more psychological support to the players, um, which was helping us. We had workshops, we had, you know, one-on-one uh, with specialists who deal with psychology. So even during the week, last week, when we were in one of our meetings with the chairman, one of the things was to emphasize more on the psychological aspect of the players because what happened after the bubble, which is level five also, level five, that means nobody was normal under level five. Anybody in the street, everywhere. Level three, we started going into the bubble. It was not normal. That bubble thing shut up everybody. Clubs that are strong, that survived it, good luck to them, and they've done well, that, that won the league. But it required a lot of psychological support, that, that bubble, which to, to, to inspire players to work in that environment. Even now, players who are used to playing in big crowds, like Chiefs, some players who are used to playing in front of their supporters, because they inspire them to work. They are not there. It's, it's even more effective now that to, to inspire, to bring them back into the mood. Some players love pressure. They want to play in the big crowd. Some players love that vibe of, of supporters. But now, we are, we, are, we are challenged. There's no fun. It's only them. They must create their own fun on the field. I'm the one who's eating the vuvuzela upstairs. I can't even eat the vuvuzela because I must wear a mask. So, you know, <laughs> the screaming and all of the fun, it's, it's so low that it, it does not give morale. I think we are working hard on the psychological aspect of the game and to also improve the standard of the game at the same time. And Bobby, just back to that statement about family business, I was actually there at that press conference. You even mentioned that you didn't apply for the job with the CV and it's not a political party. And that's the other part that angered people here. Yeah? And that's why when you say that it was misunderstood, then they, they are saying that you, you, you're not being economical with the truth. Yeah, my brother, you see, that's what I was saying to you. I don't like going back to 10 years back and start angering people. I was clarifying the matter that it was taken out of context in terms of what we were dealing with at the time. Right, I was dealing with that matter at the time. At the moment, I'm not dealing with that matter, and I'm clarifying my position, my understanding of family, the family business is the fact that I raised at that point to say, don't split this, don't split this. Even if it was directed, I was directly dealing with my issue of pointing fingers at me and all those things, and, and the application of CV. I apologize for that statement. I did apologize in TV, national TV, on radio. It, it's gone. That aspect is gone. The issue now at hand is, is that not the fact that makes supporters to think like this. I said, I've clarified that fact. And I'm still saying now that this club, it's not about Bobin I'm still saying it. It's about the collective. And if you want to help on it, my brother, you, you'll be taking me backwards. And I don't want to, I don't like going backwards in life. I like going forward and look at the challenges ahead. That's, this one of the supporters, one of, I've pleaded to the supporters long before. And even now, I'm still saying, we need our supporters. We here, we work as a collective, as a club. The subject of Bobby being singled out, I told you why I love this job. I'm passionate about it. I'm not going to say, yeah, when I win, people say this. No, no, no. It's, a, it's about the responsibility that goes with it. So even now, I don't want to hamper on the fact that this platform is not about Bobby with own to, to, to deal with himself. No, no, no. If there are personal issues that I've got to deal with, I've got my forums where I deal with those things. But at the moment, we're dealing about the challenges of the club. You know, Bobby's not challenged alone. It's a club challenge. We're all challenged. We're all challenged as supporters. We're all challenged as players. We all challenge the thinker staff. We all challenge the, anybody that's involved with the bad kind of chief. Uh, it's challenged at this moment. We are, we are not in a good space. We must turn it around. We must be positive. We must move forward. So once I start going back to what you were listening to at that time, how many years back this was, we dealt with that issue at that time. I even apologized. I did my apologies then for, for, for being misunderstood or for whatever I said out of emotion. 
but it's gone. It's over. It's, it's in the past. Respect goes a long way with me. I respect people. I still say this club was not built by Bobby or Kezam alone or the chairman alone or by so-and-so Peter alone. No. It, mm. This club has been built by people. You know, it was built by families. So when we still call it now, I'm a coach for life for families. It's a family. It's a family. But not my business alone to say, so let's not go back there, my brother. We, I think we are in a challenge situation now looking forward. Look, you know, I can't go back yeah. 10 years back. And let's, I don't want to debate that. Otherwise, if you want a forum where we debate about myself, I'll give you time, then we can deal with problems. At the moment, I thought we're dealing with six challenges. And I want to focus on that. The other challenge is Nukovic, Bobby. Uh, what's the situation on Nukovic? We know he's injured. He went for surgery. When is he expected back? And are you confident that he will come back with all the offers? Yeah, I think uh, in the next two two weeks or three weeks, he'll start working with the, on the field with the players. He's been doing his rehab. Uh, in the next two weeks or so, he'll be definitely joining the team and, and working with the players on the field, trying to get uh, himself back in the footing. Are you confident that he will stay with all these with all these offers? How is his mind state? You know the issue of offers. It happened with Karma last season in in Calf Court. Right? Everybody talks about offers, offers. When you want it on the table and say, "Let's be realistic," does the player accept this as you want it? It's different. Like I say, this thing of guys of of, of player registration and signing of players. It's a, it's a challenging one. It's a game that people can can even destabilize the camp. I mean, we do get these rumors, but when you ask realistically, where's the deal? Where's the offer? And obviously, it must be a, a seller and a, and a, and a buyer. A wheeler, it's a deal. The seller must, must agree on a certain price. The buyer must also agree on a certain price. And these things are not real. What you read in the papers and what is practical, most of the time, it's not real. I don't want to lie to you. So sometimes it destabilizes even the players. But he's got a three-year contract with the club. He's in a stable environment. The only thing was, obviously... It's normal. You'll get confused as this as that. When you change the reality, it's here or there. There's nothing that is real than what he's got or what he's in now, you know. But we as countries would never close the door when a player has to leave. It's always there's an opportunity. And also as a club, when we release, we must make sure we replace. Hmm. Because that's our business. That's how we have to deal. You can't hire a new coach and uh, you sell your best players. And he comes in, you must start, you know, it, it must be a balance. So we just hired the coach. Can the coach work with the squad that has been there? Even that best striker. If next year something comes up and the coach feels here's a replacement because we are working now on looking at the team for the future now. So that that there's that possibility. We don't have our players, we don't keep them. So he's not confused. He's stable now because of the injury, he's not training obviously with the team, but he'll be back. Then we pray that he comes back and he bangs goals again. Let's take a few calls. Can Joe from the Western area, good evening. Hello, Kanjo. Yes, oh. I, but we we all as, as soccer lovers, we know the track record of uh, Coach Hunt, uh, Gavin Hunt. We know that he performs very well. Uh, can we now plead with uh, management as well as uh, with the, I mean, with the, the soccer family, as uh, Bob Stadium put it, that we be patient with him until the storms of everything settles? Because under the circumstances now. We are not yet to see the result. That's just my comment. Okay, thanks, Kanjo. I think he's touched on that. Aaron from oh, Snetemba in Cape Town, Mulwin. No, sir, Pila Ninjan. First and foremost, I want just to say to Bobi, I think he's very arrogant and he's lying to us because, as fans, if the management error in signing Dex, now as fans, we are hurt, we are disappointed. And in the management is supposed to say sorry to us because we love the team, we support the team, but to say that we don't deserve apology. After 10 years again, we will say that he didn't say it. But to us, we still hurt about that decision that they took collectively. But the team, a good manager, a reasonable team, was supposed to say sorry to, to the fans. But we are not a family. But I, I think Bobine must apologize ne, to the fans, national white, ne, so we can be able to, to save Okay, him, thanks, th- thanks for that here, Temba, from Cape Town. Bobby, do you, you understand the hurt from the supporters? They say they are still hurting. Like I said to you, my brother, we understand the pain, we understand the suffering. The club is also suffering. But the issue of the child, how we lost the case, and the, for us, 
I can only say to them, we are sorry that this has happened, but it's a challenge. It can happen in the near future. It can happen to another. The issue is more not about how wrong we were. We were never wrong. And if you read the case and the matter, that's why I was trying to emphasize the fact that we are only disappointed as a club that this has happened in this situation. That's the only disappointment. But to say that uh, we are, we are, I must say we are sorry, I can still say again to, 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 to support us, we are sorry that this has happened. It's good as in our space where we are. But that's, that's, that's what I can say for now in terms of appeasing them. But at the end of the day, it's a challenging business. It's going to be like this. It can happen to any other club in the future. That's why there's, there's a ruling there. That, but we can only say, with that story, without accepting uh, the fact that we were wrong, we were never wrong. I will tell you now, when, if you check the facts and everything, we were never wrong, but the ruling went against us. So I'm just sorry that we're feeling bad and we are challenged we are where we are today. I'm just sorry for that. And what's your message finally, just overall, Bobby, just for the sake of time, what's your message to the supporters now, especially they can't come to the stadium and especially it's not been a good start to the season? Like I said, we're all affected. The players are affected. They're affected the supporters. We need their support. We need their love. We need their patience. We need their support spiritually. You know, if you need their at home, we feel the spirit. The pressure is still there on the players. The only thing is the touch and feel and then the, and the connection. So we plead with them to be patient. To, to give time to the new coach to settle in, to the players, to heal from, from where we come from, to be sobered up and, and to regroup. And we'll regroup together. We'll do it together with the supporters. Even though they're not in the stadium, the mother think we are not with them. We are with them. We love them. We support them. We are together in this. We'll pull through together, all of us, out of this. Thank you, Bobby Mutawung. Thank you for giving us some of your time here on SAFM this evening. That is the manager of football affairs at the club, Kaiser Chiefs. Thank you for your voice notes. There are so many of them. I'm surprised we didn't crash today. And if we couldn't play yours, we do apologize. But we played as many as we could then. We'll put up the podcast in the next hour. You can check my timeline on Twitter and on Facebook. The podcast will be up for those who joined us late. And you can also get it on iono.fm on the SAFM spot on page.